Wow. Well, so, you know, it, as you think about your, your weddings too, and, and what are some of the biggest mistakes that clients make with their weddings? Obviously, communication to their vendors is a big <laughs> one, knowing this last story. Uh-huh. Um, but what are some common, common mistakes? Um, okay. <clears throat> the biggest mistake is to invite, um, don't, don't put together your schedule of, okay, at five o'clock, we're doing this. And then five Oh five, we're going to eat. And then five 30, we're going to cut the cake. And then at five 35, we're going to do the first dance. And then at six o'clock, no, because you are, it's like, I don't want to say herding sheep, herding squirrels. You're hurting mm-hmm. squirrels for the day. And all of these people, some are on time, some are early, some like to, you know, hang out by the bar or go to the bathroom or sit in their room or sit in the car. No, it, not, you have to have at least 30 minutes of wiggle room between absolutely everything and understand that not everyone is going to be on time with wherever you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing because so many brides you know, have absolutely perfectly planned out their entire day and their entire wedding and their entire everything and everything has to go according to plan and they have it in their heads that everything is absolutely perfect. And then that one second cousin down the tree mm-hmm. is lollygagging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or not supposed to be where they're they're currently are or whatever. And it just it just becomes a meltdown. Secondly, um, I think that's another thing to understand that um, the everyone that's part of the wedding is, you know, a human with their, the humans sometimes make errors or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And that stands to reason as well with the vendors. Um, we do our absolute best. There was uh, one wedding um, we the reception was at the Lafayette Club out on the north side of Lake Minnetonka. And um there were two wedding receptions going on that day. And uh we got in there and the our bride, no, it wasn't our bride, it was the other wedding's bride. The cakes were delivered but put in the wrong rooms. Oh, sure. And fortunately it was not our bride, it was the other bride of the other wedding. She was on a shriek vest. I mean, she sounded like a holler monkey out. <laughs> and then of course, it's so cavernous in there with all the, the marble. And I mean, it just echoes in there. And I mean, then of course you hit the backyard that goes down to the lake. And I mean, you could probably hear her across the lake for the amount of shrill screaming that she was doing with the with the um, people. Now, I, I can understand the upsetness of it, but man, yeah, chill out, you know? They can move the cakes. Exactly. <laughs> Things can be solved. I mean, how much in that situation did you just want to put somebody on record to give them perspective later on? I mean, like, this is what you reacted to. <laughs> this is how you sounded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I'm just really grateful she was not the bride I was working with. I'm like, I just kind of turned to left and went to the ballroom and went, okay, <laughs> that was fun. Um, but uh other things. Oh, do not, oh Lord, this is just a pet peeve of mine because it just absolutely messes it up. Don't go bar hopping after dinner. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Because again, all of your attendants, you know, your guests are sitting there like, well, we're just sitting here waiting. Yeah. Okay. I wonder when they're going to be back. Yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. 
And people, especially your older people, are going to say, well, enough of this, and they're going to leave. Um, and then your parents are mad because mom and dad and grandpa and grandma just left. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, uh, skip the whole bar hopping thing. Do that on any other day besides your wedding. That's for sure. Yeah, as hard as yeah. it is, it's like they need to, couples need to understand they set the tone for their wedding day and they are yeah. the, they're the hosts. They, you know, people follow their pace of things. And so I completely agree with you that that is, and it, like the same thing goes for the other two steps of advice. If they are not calm, the rest of the guests won't be calm. They'll notice. Yeah, exactly. So it's everything matters to how you are enjoying your day. If you're enjoying your day, mm -hmm. then your guests will enjoy your day. Um, oh, yeah. That is, I love all the themes. It's very much um, cohesive with what you said. Uh, so, there was, oh, I'm sorry. I was, no, I was just going to, I was just going to add, there was one other wedding um, oh, that I actually didn't shoot. Someone else told me about it. Um, but, um, the, the couple went, they got married out of the Twin Cities, but their best man and maid of honor and the bridal party threw them in the limo. They drove up to the Twin Cities, went bar hopping, and never came back. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, <laughs> if, if I was mom, I don't care how old my son or daughter is, they're grounded. <laughs> and they're paying me back for that wedding reception, too. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. I, th I think of my past life of being in catering. It's like how you waited for them to yeah. eat service food. It's like, are they coming yeah. back? So I'm sure people were starving. Yeah. Oh, not good. <laughs> no, no. Those type of nightmare stories, they, they stick with you. And it, it's funny because as you tell stories, I'm thinking, and it's, it's bringing me back. So I'm going to have to start mm -hmm. writing my little diary journal. <laughs> Just like you began and 28 days later had a whole book about them. Well, exactly. And, yeah. and it's, it sells well too. Um, I will say people, I have a, a timeline void of, um, you know, dates, you know, of months or whatever, because I have been hired for weddings three hours in advance mm -hmm. to like 37 months in advance. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, there's a bridal planner in there and I promote the book as a kind of a strategic guerrilla planning way to plan your wedding and learn from mistakes that other people have made so you don't repeat them. Absolutely. Best way yeah, to learn. Yeah, exactly. All right. So what was your next question? Well, I was going to ask you about, as you look back at your, your weddings, what elements stand out to you? I mean, this could be something where it's like, oh, that was such a cool feature to so-and-so's wedding, mm -hmm. or maybe it was like, oh, this is a feature that is often in Pinterest and does not work. So if you look back in your experience, is there something that kind of stands out to you in that case? Well, um, there, okay, for whatever reason, it's just popped into my head. Um, I, I've had a lot of wedding cake. I've always enjoyed the wedding cakes. <laughs> um, but there was, um, <clears throat> uh, well, actually, there was one wedding where they had all sorts of wedding cakes, flavors. Um, and each table had its own little wedding cake. So there were like I probably eight rounds or whatever. And like a mini wedding cake in the middle was their, um, their centerpiece. Uh, center yeah. yeah. But they were different flavors, you know, red velvet and mm -hmm. chocolate and marble and vanilla and lemon and all the rest of it. Well, the one I was sitting at was um, a banana split 
flavored cake. So it had the chocolate and the vanilla and the strawberry. No, the chocolate, the pineapple, the strawberries. Mm -hmm. It was really good. But um, the the people, it was designated the the people that were married the longest at the table were the ones that got to cut the cake and then serve it to everyone else. Um, and then, oh gosh, I did a wedding at the Wilds golf course in Prior Lake. I think that's what it's called, the Wilds. Yeah. And this one was um, a holiday wedding. Oh my gosh. It was a chocolate cake and it was a chocolate cake with chocolate frosting and it was excellent. And then it had sugar frosted fruits on the outside of it. It was gorgeous. It was a gorgeous cake. And, um, oh, and you could smell the chocolate like six feet away. Oh, wow. oh, <laughs> oh it, it was incredible. Um, yeah. And then, uh, let's see, other things. We've had uh, one couple out of Eden Prairie. Uh, oh, and I can't remember. It's on the corner of Pioneer Trail and Homeward Hills Drive. It's that really big Catholic church. Uh, Pox Christie. Thank you. I okay. knew it would come back to me. Um, but their getaway was in a helicopter. They had a helicopter land out in the parking lot. No one knew about it. And, you know, you heard the helicopter fly in. And I was watching the couple, and they kind of looked at each other and giggled. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, you know. And uh, they they went out, you know, they did the walk down the aisle. Then they came back, and they started letting the pews out row by row. And kids then, you know, that were in the first couple rows would be out to the parking lot. And then they'd come running back in all excited because there's a big helicopter sitting in the parking lot out there. And so they got out and uh, got in the helicopter um, and they took their photographer with them. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, so I, so anywho, um, I drove, um, their, their wedding reception was out at the Lafayette Club again. So Eden Prairie out to, out to the north side of Lake Mantaka. But yeah, um, that was one. Oh, and there was another one in Eden Prairie where, um, their getaway was a brand new Corvette and uh <laughs> the groom looks at the bride when they come out and the bride's like oh yay you know and the bride and the groom looks at the bride hands her the keys and say said thank you for marrying me this is your wedding day present <gasps> and I'm like wow I should did I even get a wedding day present from my groom I probably was a pack of gum or something <laughs> See, now those are just expectations a lot of people can't live up to. <laughs> I mean, gosh. Oh, well. Um, we had uh, one motocross national champion that got married up in Anoka, and he put his bride on the back, and they they only, uh, the wedding was in Anoka. The reception was down at, um, what is it? Town, was it Town Square that used to have the carousel in St. Paul? Oh, the... Um... It, old Radisson, I think it was an old Radisson that turned to Crown Plaza, it, the carousel on the top floor. Well, the, it used to be in um, before it got, and then I know it moved, so it must have moved to the Radisson. But is there a town square in St. Paul? Oh, I think I know what you're talking it's, about. It's like it's like it's full of uh, plants and gardens and. Yes, yes. And keep going with your story. It's going to come to me later. It's yeah. one of those, right? Well, <laughs> that's, that's where the 
the carousel used to be, and that's where their wedding reception was. So obviously he wasn't going to tux in a, a bride with a white gown in the back, go from Anoka to St. Paul. But um, they took it, you know, for photo ops, they took it down the street and around the corner and got in a limo. But um, that one, and uh, let's see, oh, um, oh, <laughs> two clowns, two professional clowns got married. And uh, for the ring, um, I don't recall what, I think the bride, yeah, the bride got a light up ring, you know, uh, like a clown ring that you would yeah. get at a party or whatever. Hers was a clown ring. And the groom's ring was like a flower that squirted uh, water. Yeah, so that was that one. And then, oh, there, um, I want to say it's like St. Mary's on the Lake, up in White Bear Lake, I think it was. For sure. Um, the, uh, the, the minister, the priest, uh, he was a little older. And <laughs> the entire ceremony, he would turn his mic off to talk. And then when he was done, he would turn it on mistakenly, you know, and then he would be quiet or he would make notes to himself or he would sit there and hum along with the, the, the hymns, you know, the hymns or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, he was on the opposite. So <laughs> everyone in the sanctuary got to listen to him. Like when he was preparing the communion, you know, he was sitting there talking to himself and whatever. And I mean, everyone's out there watching and listening to him. <laughs> And then he would be prepared to talk and then he'd, you know, click the entire system off and then talk to himself and everyone's like, okay, well, <laughs> it was cute. It was funny, but you know, there you go. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, there's, there's so much in that book. So, yeah. Oh, I love hearing that. And it just really, and I hope a lot of people who, if there are vendors listening, that they are all reflecting back on certain stories that stick to them. Because as you even talked about the different flavored cakes, in the center of the table, a story came back to me that would have been more of a big mistake that clients make at their wedding before is that one thing they did is they put the numbers in frosting, the table numbers and frosting on those cakes. And, oh. and which is I love, but what one guest decided to do was switch the cake. Oh because, no. Because <laughs> they wanted the certain flavor. So I re remember, I we were because obviously in catering, thinking about, okay, there's eight people at this table, seven at this table, what have you, that all of a sudden you're like, wait, why are there people asking for three additional seats at this table when I know it has this many, and then there's only four people sitting at this table, and then you come to find out that the first Joe Schmo that sat down was like, well, I wanted a chocolate cake, I didn't want a vanilla exactly. cake or whatever so that, mm -hmm. that human element to impacting a client's days is going to be there like you said in yep. all the themes so yep. well Kirsten this was such a great conversation I really appreciate it this did bring me down a, a walk of memory lane and hopefully for a lot of our listeners but then on top of it if you are a client getting married hopefully you guys are able to take something out of this that you can reflect on for your wedding day and maybe help set expectations that not everything goes well, but the best thing you could probably do is hire a senior professional um, mm -hmm. who knows how to handle certain situations. So, mm -hmm. Kirsten, thank you so much for your time. And uh, we are excited to, and I hopefully the audience is, to read your book, I Do 15 Years of Wedding Misadventures. Uh, would, would you like to know where people can find it? I would love that. Okay. 
All right, uh, two different ways. Uh, one, uh, you can find it on Amazon um, and uh, just type in, uh, I do, uh, yeah, I do productions, wedding video, no, I'll know. I do productions, 15 years of wedding misadventures, or you can also find it at foxpointpublishing.com and that's F-O-X-P-O-I-N-T-E publishing.com. Um, you'll see the books on the um, front page. Just click on the I do book. It'll run you to it or um, in the shop now in the navigation, you can find it as well. Um, if you want it signed, um, you will have to get it through foxpointpublishing.com. Amazon is, I don't work there, so I yeah. can't sign it. But if you would like to have a signed, um, yeah, get it through the foxpointpublishing.com. And don't forget the E off a of point because, well, you know, we're fancy around here, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is perfect, Kirsten. Thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. And we are excited to continue hearing some stories and reading some stories of yours. Well, thank you very much. Thank you to my special guest today, Kirsten Hall, author of I Do, 15 Years of Wedding Misadventures. For more information on Kirsten and her company, please go to foxpointpublishing.com. If you're interested in more content like this podcast, please subscribe to our channel. I'm Elizabeth Sherry, and thank you for listening to our podcast series, The One With.